This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, we do a Tuesday podcast, and we're coming to you today from Trump National in Briarcliff Manor, New York. Jerry and Al with you on uh, what was a rainy drive up, but it's actually turned out to be a pretty nice day. Interesting show. Usually, you know, it's funny, Al, a lot of times on these remotes, I'm searching for a moment of the day because sometimes they're just whatever. They are what they are. Today, there were several choices. The one we went with was your skin tag because, quite frankly, A, it's disgusting. Right. B, it was funny. C, I don't understand why you have not had that removed. And if, if it's for $80 for real, that's embarrassing. Well, what happened was, Jerry, this goes back a number of years. I did what we're all supposed to do. I went and got a skin check just from the skin doctor. Just, I'm sure I saw a melanoma commercial or something of sure. somebody getting skin cancer. I thought, well, let me take a, let me go. So at the time, the woman, uh, the skin doctor, the dermatologist, I think they're called, Jerry, she said, oh, you have a little skin tag on your, on your, the small of your back. If you would like that, get to take uh, us to take care of it, we can cut it off. I said, all right, well, what does that cost? She says, $80. I said, eh, I'll think about it. And it was small at the time. And then I hadn't thought about it. And then just uh, a few months ago, or maybe last summer, my girlfriend saw it for the first time. She said, what is that on your back? (laughs) I said, oh, it's a little skin tag. She says, it's not little. And when I looked at it in the mirror, I I noticed it had grown quite considerably. Uh So I just don't ever think about it. Because you don't see it. Because I don't see it. Yeah. So I guess I do have to get it taken care of. Get it taken care of. Like I had a cyst taken out of my stomach last month, and it was probably there for a year. Right. But what was weird about it was it would it would be there, and then all of a sudden it would kind of not be. Right. And then it would pop up again. And finally this one time, it was consistently there. And I noticed it was starting to feel a little bit bigger. So I went. I actually saw a general surgeon for it because I've had other cysts removed from under my arm, from my, you know, whatever. And long story short, she goes, oh, this will be no problem. We'll do it next week. You'll be in and out in a half hour. All good. So they numb the stomach. And as she's doing it, she's like, wow, 
I'm like, wow, that wow is not a good word when they're cutting you open. Uh, she says, this is a lot deeper than I thought. You never know what's in that thing or underneath. So get the thing removed, please. And then uh, I had a, luckily a bunch of people on Twitter came up to me and said, um, well, they're giving me different options if I didn't want to go get it removed. The Meaning? most disgusting of which was if you tie a human hair around it very, oh. very tight, it will cut off the blood supply and fall off. Then I've seen these commercials for these skin tag removers where it's like a solution. Come on. That you, they, which I feel like mine's too big for that. Well, yours is like another, yeah. I think that's the, the, the skin tag liquid fall off thing is for smaller items. Not yours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, not mine. that's a little big. And it's gross looking. It is gross looking. I can't believe you've taken your shirt off at the beach with that thing on your back. Again, don't even think about it. Yeah, but other people see it. Right, so my girlfriend should be the one that should be Agreed. constantly hounding me. So about really, it's it. her fault. Like, she texted me during that and wrote, This is disgusting. Yes, so pressure <laughs> me to get it done. Well, I think that pressure will now come. Then I have another thing for you, Jerry. Remember the other day on this, I think maybe on the um, Boomer and Carton warm up show, we were discussing. Players like Jose Reyes that go down to the minors and yes. go 0 for 3. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I was saying that I cannot get over, like, a player like Jose Reyes, who's played so many years in the major, when he goes down, he should be able to go 3 for 3. Right. Which you, which you didn't believe. No, I know that's not the case. You say that one does not have to do with the other. I went to the game last night. He looked like he didn't even belong on the field. Why? He should be going three for because three. Because these guys are really good. These are still professional ball players. But it reminded me of another thing that I believe with the professional athletes as well. When I hear, like, I think it was Ellsbury a week or so ago. Right. He was out with, like, the flu. Yeah. He had a stomach virus. Right. I feel like professional athletes should never get sick they have got to be in the top peak performance how how is that guy getting sick but i'm not getting the stomach i'll tell you how because he still has kids there are still germs running through his house and if you've got germs in your body you're gonna get sick I always That's forget, it. I always forget the kids thing. Yes, the kids thing is a kids big... Kids always I get everybody since sick. Since you don't have any, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. I totally get it. Yeah. As someone who has kids, I don't understand why I'm not sick more. Right. I really don't. Now, I'm lucky. My kids don't get sick all that often, but when they do and I get sick, they seem like they recover a hell of a lot faster than I do. Right. It takes me four days to, to snap out of it. Chris Sims is eyeballing us, Jerry, from the other room. We're at uh, Craig's golf tournament. Well, doing perhaps our, Chris Sims would podcast. like to stop looking at us and come join the he's podcast. He's really giving me uh, googly looks. Now, Why? he's filling in tomorrow and Thursday. That'll be interesting. For Craig. Do I, should I be prepared to have long segments, or do you think I will have shorter segments because those two won't shut up? I think you will have shorter segments. because really? they Because Craig is really the one that talks a lot during your segment. Right. So Craig is starting vacation tomorrow. I'm starting vacation tomorrow. We're right. not vacationing together. Hmm, to be seen. But uh, He could always pop in where you are. I'm you know a, that's true. I'm going to Italy. I believe he may be going there as well. He actually said, may we get together. I you told know, you. What are the chances we're going to get together? Have you Italy? met him? Maybe we'll have some food sent to By my By the way, room. I have never met another man that looks out for another man as much as Craig looks out for you. It's really nice. 5.15 this morning. I need Al Dukes to get egg white omelet. <laughs> I mean, he's yes, talking. He got me an egg and white And here's omelet. the best part. He's 100 feet from you talking to a chef who wouldn't know you if he punched you in the face. Right. Fair? Would you agree? And he said, yes. And he says to the chef, I need an egg white omelet for Al Dukes. <laughs> and the guy's the looking at him. supposed to go, oh, of course, right. Mr. Dukes right. needs his egg and white omelet. And the guy's omelet. looking at him like, what? 
So I mean, it's really something. So on Thursday, Jerry, I am leaving for Italy, which I'm still stunned at. Me too. So I've got two. <laughs> I've got two things that are currently on my mind about my flight. Well, I want to know first before you do that. Will you download your own podcasts for the flight? Probably. <laughs> I like to critique myself, Jerry. <laughs> I probably will. You self-absorbed son of a bitch. <laughs> I have an Al's Boring podcast that comes out on Tuesdays, today. I know that. So I'll download that today. You are then, aware you're in it. I am. And hey. then I'll save it, and I will wa- listen to it. Of on course you will. So the flight, I think, is over eight hours long. Okay. So I have two questions for you. One, if I'm expected to go to sleep during this flight, because it's like a nighttime okay. and you arrive the next day. Right. How are the pilots not falling asleep? Well, A, that's a great question. So B, I should be concerned. I, I've always been concerned in overnight really? flights, but I've always taken them. I've always taken them from California home. I love that red-eye flight just because I think what we don't know is, A, these planes essentially fly themselves for the most part. Okay. The takeoff and the landing, an immense amount of skill involved. And I'm not saying when you're up, in the sky, there's not skill involved, but I do think, I'm not saying they're sleeping. I think when these guys are flying overnights, I do think they prep their bodies and they get themselves on that type of a schedule to do it. That having been said, as someone who worked overnights, I also know there were nights I couldn't sleep and nights I couldn't keep my eyes open. I really do believe that between the two pilots and the, the, the flight attendants, there's enough activity that they're not falling asleep. Number two, it's not like if they fall asleep, the plane nosedives. The plane is an autopilot once you reach altitude, unless it hits some sort of turbulence. So I, I get your concern. I've been there. I wouldn't be too worried, though. Yeah, I wondered about that. I, I sometimes think, well, if there's two or three pilots, one, one pilot stays awake while the other guys sleep. It's po- I, you That's know possible, what? you're they saying. They lock that door. Who the hell knows? I hope not. I hope they're both up. Me too. Then my... And well, would that be a fair question to ask when I board the plane to the pilots, or is that probably off limits? I don't think. Let's let's think about this for a second. You're getting in a tube that flies through air, and it's going to be driving you thousands of flying you thousands of miles thousands. across the world. I don't think it's too much to ask. Hey, just a quick question. You gotta stay you, awake. How do you guys stay awake for this? Because half the plane here's, will be sleeping. Here's how you ask it. I just took a job. Shift work. I'm going to have these hours. What's your secret to staying awake? Do you stay awake? Or do you guys not off a little bit? Yeah, it's a struggle. It's a good way to ask the question. Yeah, that is a good way. And then the other question I have for you, Jerry, is what do I do in this situation? So I'm going to be a passenger in this plane. Uh, It has been suggested to me, maybe take a little NyQuil. Maybe have a vodka drink to Mm -hmm. knock you out. Maybe take a uh, Tylenol PM. Yes. But if terrorist trouble goes down... I want to be alert to help out. I would like to think adrenaline would kick in. Would beat the Tylenol PM? I think it, I think it probably would. Yes. Let's really hope that that's not the case. Well, like, what if everything go? Uh, we land smoothly, and I and I come to. I wake up, and they go. We really could have used your help. But you landed we, safely, right? But we could have used a man like yourself to help pin down. It's Tylenol this. PM. It's not Xanax. 
I mean, seriously, <laughs> they're not uh, putting a needle in your arm and <laughs> and it's knocking not you out for heart surgery. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, that having been said, I took Tylenol PM to Dallas once after an overnight shift, and I passed out within 30 seconds and woke up in Dallas, and right. I was the only one still on the plane, and the t- flight attendant was saying, oh, sir, you have to get off the plane now. And I woke up like, wow, that was the greatest flight ever. So it can knock you out. Why don't we get anesthesia to fly? <laughs> because there's no pain involved. <laughs> what are you talking about? How great would that be, though? You get knocked out with an IV. Right. And you land in Italy. I think it's called vodka. I do. Because that is, you've had the, um, it's, you've had uh, a colonoscopy. Yes, or I have. Where they knock you out like that? Yes. That is a tremendous sleep. Like, when you wake up from that? No, it's not. I'll tell you why. It's not. You I don't woke feel up refreshed? I woke up during oh, mine. No, that's very unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. Not fortunate at all. I don't know why you would say that's fortunate. No, no. I said that. I, I meant unfortunate. Yes, terrible. I woke up, and I, I'm looking at the screen, and I remember saying, is that my insides? And then I heard the nurse, he's up. Give him more. And then I woke up in the room, and it was done. I had a colonoscopy wherein the doctor was yelling at everyone in the room as I was falling asleep. Like he was not happy with their preparation, and then I was knocked out. That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> that is That's not just, what I want to hear. You don't want an angry yeah. doctor when they're about to do that inside of you like that. Also, I'm, I plan on bringing a book. Will I really read it, though? What was the last book you read cover to cover? I'm going to say... Uh, Howard Stern's, uh, well, he, he had private parts first. What year was that? And that was 97. <laughs> and then he came out with Miss America after that. You're aware it's 2016. <laughs> well, I knew I was in trouble, Jerry, when uh, Hurricane Sandy hit. And I had no power for about seven days. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I went home, and I was home in the daylight, so I didn't need light. And instead of reading the numerous books I had on my shelf, I listened to 1010 Wins on a transistor radio. Constantly. Constantly. Getting <laughs> updates. Oh, my like God. Like that, if I was going to read, that was when I was going to read. That should have been the time. That will and planes, too, honestly. Yeah. It's the better when you're commuting on a train, if you're on a plane. I agree where the power's out for a week. Right. Not a bad. By the way, I would like to address one thing. All right, Jerry. From the show this morning. The idea of Pavlov's effing dog, okay, and Edgar Allan Poe. And all this crap that you guys are talking about. If you want to talk to me about Corey and Kyle Seeger, I'm in. Who are those guys? Right. If you want to talk to me about Adam Duvall, I'm in. Is he a golfer? Uh, No, that's David Duvall. Adam Duvall, I believe, is now the Majors home run leader. Oh, by the way. Uh, Major League Baseball? Al is looking at me like... Major League Baseball. Yeah. Do I have to check this while... Adam Duvall... You even have any idea what team he's on? I do not. Okay. So you can sit there and know all you want about Pavlov. Pavlov's dog. We're they in salivate. sports broadcasting. I look at it this way. I spend all my time now on this nonsense. If I don't know who Pavlov's dog is and what his impact was, right. I don't care. Right. That's fair. Is that fair? That is fair. Holy cow. Let's see. If I look at the numbers, Adam Duvall is second in the majors in home runs with 21. He plays for the Padres. He plays for the Reds. Holy the Reds. Christ. He plays for the Reds. Adam Duvall for the Reds is, I believe, an outfield. I think right field, I think. I could be wrong on that, though. He's left field. I'm sorry. Now, you went to uh, the Brooklyn Cyclone game last night. I did. And you were nice enough to periscope one of uh, Jose Reyes's at-bats. And I only did one because I didn't know if I should be doing it. Without the express written consent of minor league baseball? I wasn't sure. Yeah, and... There's a lot of people following on Twitter and I... Or whatever that is. Sounds like a humble brag. I... 
It's not a humble brag. <laughs> it is. I'm. I was concerned if it was right or wrong to do. I That's see. all. And after I did That's it, I'm fair. thinking I probably shouldn't have done it. And so I videoed his last at bat, and I didn't post it because it was 19 foul balls, and then he struck out. There was nothing to post. He so, did not go three for three, or he four did not for go four, three for three, and thinking. he dropped a pop up. Really? So it was windy as hell at the game, right? And there was a right to left. I mean, it was a strong wind. And ball gets popped up. I swear to God, it was to the first baseman. He's playing third. And all of a sudden, I said to my son, I'm like, look at this. Look at the ball. And it just started drifting and drifting. All of a sudden, Reyes starts charging in. There were four guys in the infield. No one knew who got it, and then he dropped it. And the crowd gave him a very nice ovation. Oh, he got great ovation. When he came to bat. Great ovation. And listen, we're very lucky doing what we do. Uh, Gary Perone brought me and my family down to the field. I'm not going to say to meet him and chat with him, but in the dugout to at least get an autograph. He was very nice to my little guy. Um, and he's doing what he's supposed to do at this point. Whatever. Do you it think guys like, time. Uh, like Reyes or like when A-Rod gets sent down to rehab an injury, do they think it's cool to hang? Like A-Rod seems I do, to, actually. Yeah, A-Rod seems to love to hang out with the young baseball guys. Because uh, A-Rod loves baseball. Yeah. And Reyes genuinely looked like he was having fun last night. He really did. I mean, he came out for uh, for stretches, and they're yelling his name, and everybody couldn't wait for him. And he's talking, guys, give me five minutes. I need to stretch, and I'll be here. I promise. He went out. He stretched. He threw. And he hit three spots. There was one on the left, one over the dugout, and one to the right. And he signed for as long as he could until the game started, basically. So I think he enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. But he also has to do that, too. Keep in mind. Or he can't be douchey. You, uh, no chance. You can't be Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy's not going to play football this year. Right. Because he acted like a jackass last year with the Cowboys. Right. So Now, will you be doing post-game podcasts for the next two days while I'm not here? So I think I'm going to do them with Eddie, and if not, I will do them myself. It's a solo. I think I will, Eddie likes doing them. I think he does too, and as long as he's not busy or doesn't have any um, you know, mystery interviews to do, then yes, I will do it with Eddie. Yeah, now the, the, one, well, the one day you weren't in and I did one with Eddie, I had switched out all the penis and porn stories for... Sort of like aliens or conspiracy See, I'm not doing theories. That. Here's the problem like with that. that. I'm not interested in it. Oh, you don't care about those? I don't. I, I really don't. I'm more interested in the maps and geography. Uh, maybe I'll try and... I don't want to talk about dogs. I don't want to talk about aliens. I don't want to talk about planets. We'll have to figure something Maps out. and geography. That's a good question. I actually, when I go home today, I'm going to Google a map of the world to see where Italy is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a legitimate... <laughs> Thing I'm you doing. are aware it's in Europe. Oh my God! Swear you got to see God. the look on his face. <laughs> I'll, get, give it, I'll tell you how I I couldn't definitively answer that. I got one of those. Uh, you know, they have different plugs in these other countries. Yeah. So you buy an adapter kit, but the adapter kit comes with every country. So then you have to. It tells you instead of it saying Italy, use this adapter. It says Europe, and I was like, well. What country is Italy? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know. Well, I mean, I know Italy's a country, but what, what do they belong to? What continent is it in? <laughs> well, like, what are the, who do they belong to? Oh, my God. You Euro- weren't sure? I guess you're saying Europe. Yes. Wow. Did I you think it was in sure. Asia? You know, <laughs> yesterday I went and got currency from the bank. Oh, did you? Euros. Duh. Right. I should have known Euros. tip off. Euros. Their money kind of looks like ours, just gigantic. How much? By the way, how much do you take? How first? Or how long are you going for? Nine days. Nine days. So you going days, yeah. Thursday to like next Saturday, Saturday? Yeah. How much money do you take on a trip? Well, like I only that? got. I, I took out. I I exchanged five hundred euros, which is how much money? Well, right now the euro 
it takes a dollar ten U.S. to get one. Hold on, time out. A dollar ten to a dollar to a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're going across the world. <laughs> That's right to Italy with five hundred and fifty. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying I may need more money? <laughs> Al, I wouldn't go to Virginia Beach with $500. You think I need more? Yeah, I think you need more. But here's the thing. I'm going to be a tourist. I scream American when you see me. Yeah. I don't want to be jacked by some, some Euros by way, over there who are thugs going to try to Oh, yeah. Me. They're looking at you for your money. They're so, going to have the wrong guy. I also, you have you know, you have to let your credit card companies know you're traveling sure. so that they don't all of a sudden see Italy. Yes. And but then you're here, hacked. Then check this Fugazi thing, Jerry. Oh, my God. So I thought, well, I'll just charge everything. The credit card companies charge you 3% for foreign transactions. Okay. 3% plus whatever the place in Italy decides it's charging me. Oh, my God. All right. So even more reason to only bring $500 <laughs> cash. I don't want to get robbed. You might want to rethink that. And by the way, the 500 euros cost me $581. That, that's my point. That's crap. It's like nothing. I mean, you're going to run through that money in like three days. Right. And you got another six. Oh my God! Do you You're tip funny. in Italy, or they don't tip in? Italy? I don't. I've never been to Italy. I don't know. Can I drink the water in Italy? Go for it soon. Let me know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think you drink Perrier. I don't know. These are things I must Google. Well, that's Jerry. not Italian. I think we're done. Uh, right, listen, uh, there is no uh, after show here from this morning because we didn't do it because we're oh, right. here at uh, Trump National, and there will not be any warm up tomorrow or Thursday because Mark doesn't want me doing it. Basically, without you, he told me I could do it in the morning with whoever. Is on, but I kind of felt like that was intruding on their show. I didn't want to do that. Gotcha. Uh, you will have, if I'm ever out, you'll have the option. Go for it. But I didn't want to do it. So I will not do tomorrow morning or Thursday morning or Friday morning for that matter. So that will return on the 11th of July, which will feel like five minutes. Right, because the entire show is off the week of the 4th of July. Correct. Next so week. enjoy Italy, and I will see you Thank in about you, a week and a half. Okay, see you. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 